Hello, welcome back to Pioneer Papers. Today we're going to take a journey to Oklahoma. We're going to learn about the Kiowas and the Comanches. So today we're going to, this one is about Kansas Perry Abrams. Um, He was interviewed by Warren D. Moores. Yes, I promise there should be some women that we will interview, but right now, it's just the men. So, we're learning about Kansas Perry Abrams of Marlowe, Oklahoma. Now, I think there was... No, that's bullshit. Never mind, sorry. Born December 29th, 1854. Given by his son... Goodbye. Son of the above, okay. Sorry about that. K.B. Abrams made a trip to Oklahoma City. He crossed the Little Washington West and went north within nearly 10 miles of El Reno and cut across Oklahoma City. He worked for the Choctaw Railroad. He did all the blasting for the right away, staying about five or six months. In 1894, he took an Indian lessee. He freighted south. In 1897, he took a lease on an Indian land that year. They had trouble some kind with the railroad, and they wouldn't haul the bale cotton. So he hauled the cotton by wagon to Belcher, Texas. When the country spread for country opened for Comanches, he was a foreman for, for the Mitchell Wagon Company. He freighted from Marlowe to Lawton. As there were no bridges and all the creeks were forded, I believe there were fine dressed men dumped in creeks when we got stuck. So the story continues. Um, this is now part two. Well, Right now, we're going to learn about Ed Abrams. He's the son of Kansas Perry Abrams. His father was Kansas Perry Abrams. His mother was Fincher. There's no name. I don't know. Okay, so this is Ed Abrams. We came into the country from Fort Worth, Texas in 1893. We settled at Marla, about one mile west of Brummel's Land. We landed there in April, coming the way of the old Chisholm Trail, fording Red River about one half to a mile east of Terrell, Oklahoma, and switched back along the valley to Sudgeon, Oklahoma. Drifted east about one and a half miles just east of Eureka. We stayed east of the Cold Creek until we reached the old Duncan store where we stayed all night. We went on to the Marlowe store, which was located what is now the northwest corner of town. During these years, the Comanches, the Kiowas, the Chickasaws came and would camp in Marlowe Grove. They would stay two or three days until payday came. We would play with the Indian kids. They would kill beef curate raw by cutting into them thin slices, roll into balls. They wouldn't buy beans. They were great on fresh meat. If government rations came out, they would kill some of their dogs. Tobacco, why, would, why they would trade a paint horse for tobacco and roll it in the cottonwood leaves. The government built some houses, 24 square feet, for them to live in. And died in one, and they burned 
the house and moved away. I'm just going to read page two and we're going to do a continuation. We knew the Marlowe boys. That one killed was... One was killed was Charlie. George Holbolt didn't have the guts enough to shoot him, but he poisoned him. He carried Charlie Lee's lunch to him one day, and it was supposed to have had strychnine in it. Charlie said, George, I'm sick as hell. I want a cigarette. He smoked the cigarette, and it wasn't long until he kicked out. George set him up against the stump and shot him. He throwed him in a old open hack, took him to Henrietta, Texas, and received a award of 1000 Talk about the drought back in 1898. We had to drive our drive our 14 miles and dig holes to water them. In 1900, we fed 5,000 cattle in south of Marlowe, just east of the Gulf Links in the spring before the opening of Comanche Cheyenne country we took near what is now Cement, Oklahoma. Probably Clement. I was a kid about 12 years old and was with the chuck wagons. Papa had an old white mirror. He told me that the cattle stampede when the cloud came up to get on the horse and ride that night. A cloud came up and a loud clamp of, clamp of thunder started the stampede. And I was on the white horse going round and round. The first thing I knew, they were off on an old white horse, did I ride. The next morning at sunup, I was near Surreal, Oklahoma, with 1,800 head of them. The rest was scattered from there, across the Ninaka. This is about the worst scare I got. We started from Marlowe and arrived near Cement about the middle of July. I'm going to stop it right there, and we're going to have part two of Ed Abrams. So, wonder what happened. Well, it kind of goes into reserve, but we'll, we'll just find out in part two. Thank you so much. And just remember, always study the past, because... If you don't study it, you're bound to repeat it. Thank you for listening at Pioneer Papers.